Welcome to the very first Sega Nerds Nerdcast. I'm Chris, the editor of Sega Nerds, and with me I have Graham, the associate editor. Hello. Okay, I'm going to tell you a little bit about the Sega Nerdcast real quick. Um, the Nerdcast is going to be aired each Monday, and we're going to have news, uh, Sega news from throughout the week. Uh, we'll also have interviews with people within the Sega community, and that could either be editors of uh, different fan sites, um, actually people within the Sega company, um, like developers and stuff like that. Um, so just really interesting interviews with people that um, should be pretty damn cool. We'll also have contests and, and much, much more. Um, and I'll also tell you a little bit about the main site, Sega Nerds. Um, we're a Sega blog, but we, have, uh, we, we write Sega news. We review their games. Um, we interview um, Sega people. And uh, we, we just pretty much try to write and, and host anything that, that we think is going to be of interest of, of just Sega Nerds out there. So... Um, you know, if we're doing a good job, please let us know. We're just, uh, and if there's anything else you think that, that you want to, that you'd like Sega Nerds to do, uh, please let us know because uh, we're always open to new ideas, definitely. And Graham, um, I also want you to tell, um, tell our listeners about the site we used to run. It wasn't, uh, it was more specific to a Sega console, is that right? Yeah, that's right. It was um, the Dreamcasters realm, and obviously it was all about the Dreamcast. Uh, it was. Really, it wasn't that great a site, although I loved it. <laughs> it, it. It pretty much sucked, okay? Just admit it. Graham, you had this strange fascination with it, though. But tell them why you liked it. I, 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 to tell you the truth, I have no idea, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just really sad that it's not working anymore. Yeah, okay. The, okay. Basically, we, we ran uh, dreamcastersrealm.com. And what, when did we start that up? Back in, like, 2001, maybe? Oh, God. Something some, yeah, a long time yeah. ago. And... Uh, it started off something okay well it started off as uh we we hosted on on tripod.com and it uh it was probably one of the the worst laid out uh websites i've ever seen in my entire life oh oh the tripod tripod one's still up there isn't it yeah actually the tripod one is still up i don't i don't remember the address though but in the show notes okay in the show notes check the show notes on on the main site and i'll put a link in there um no okay so we we had the tripod one for a while, and we were just kind of learning how to how to write and all that kind of stuff. And then we went to and actually we ha- we finally got our own host, and uh, we did that thing for a little bit. And you know we actually met some a little bit of a success with that, don't you think? I think we did. People seem to like it, but I mean it's still the layout still sucked. The writing the writing was decent, I think. But I went away for a little bit, and Dreamcasters Realm went down, and uh, it was actually our host. Fault. Our host lost everything. That's what happened. And uh, at that time, I had been wanting, I, I didn't like where we were stuck with just one console with Dreamcasters Realm. And I thought people were losing interest in, in the Dreamcast at a really fast rate. Um, you know, all the new, the, uh, the last generation, the Xbox, the PS2, everything like that. That was what everyone was, was wanting to read about. And we couldn't really talk about that with Dreamcasters Realm. Um, so I thought that if we went to a full um, Sega, um, themed site that we could still talk about 
um, you know, all the all the new systems coming out, but it's still going to be, uh, you know, narrowed down um, for Sega. So that's where Sega Nerds came to be. And, uh, you know, we're just going to keep growing bigger and bigger. So just keep watching. Um, and also, I, want, I think we should tell our listeners a little bit about us too, Graham. And a lot of people may not know, or may, they may have found out just from listening to you, but where are you from? I'm from England. That's right. And although I'm American, I'm in the, uh, the U.S. Air Force. So I'm actually living in Guam right now um, on a tiny island between, uh, I guess, Australia and Japan. So <clears throat> a lot of interesting things out here. Um, <laughs> I'm in, like I said, I'm in the Air Force. I'm, I'm actually a military journalist or public affairs uh, specialist. So I've been writing for a long time. And uh, <laughs> a lot of times I don't like doing that just because the military bores me. I like to write about things that, you know, I like to write about. So that's why I'm writing about video games. That's something of interest to me. Um, so, uh, and, and Graham, I hear that you, you're, you're a banker. Is that right? You work in a, at a, at that, a bank? That's right. Okay. <laughs> well, it's, it's sort of a bit like a bank, but I, you might've heard about it. It was, uh, one of the world's biggest robberies happened there. <laughs> <laughs> and you were actually a part of that, right? You had, you played some kind of role in that? Well, yeah. <laughs> How much money did you get out of that? Um, nothing. you haven't seen that yet, right? I re- really know that. <laughs> no. Uh, no, but tell us what happened, though. That was pretty crazy. For a while. Yeah, um, basically, if, if you don't know what I'm talking about, it was um, the Securitas robbery in um, England and Kent, which happened, was it, was it last year? Yeah, it was last yeah, year. Yeah, it was last, last year sometime. Year. It was around this time, I think, last year. Oh, wow. Yeah, um, <laughs> that, that might not be good. They're, they're playing their <laughs> yeah. annual robbery right now. I, I, think, it, I think it's good. I think it's a good tribute to the, <laughs> <laughs> to the event. So, okay, but, uh, tell yeah. us how they actually got in. What was their plan? Oh. Uh, they Basically, they managed to, um, they dressed up in police uniform or something and managed to ah. get our manager on his way home. Ooh. And uh, basically, they uh, they pulled him over. He thought it was the police and they just tied him up and they took him into the Took him back to work, and the <laughs> you're not and, going uh, home, buddy. You're going back to work. <laughs> yeah, basically, they, uh, yeah, they just tricked the, the guys inside to there, open up for the manager, and managed to get in and get away with fifty-four million pounds. Fifty-four million nice pounds. Time. That's like yeah, uh, that's probably like a hundred million U.S. dollars or something like that, right? Yeah, it's, it's about that. Yeah. Hmm. Damn, that's crazy. I know. God. So did they fire the manager? It, I mean, you're supposed well, to like uh, not. You're supposed to go down, right? You're supposed to like uh, not take them back, and you're supposed to die before you let them take all that money. Is that right? Isn't there some kind of like code of ethics well, in the, in the banking community that that well, tells you that you're not supposed? The interesting thing is, I haven't seen the manager since. <laughs> <laughs> I think they they might have uh, killed him or something. Maybe he works yeah. down at like uh, the local like uh, corner store now or something. Well. Uh, because, well, I haven't seen them, but... Okay, well, that, that's pretty damn funny. <laughs> uh, okay, um, how how was your, how'd your week go, though? How'd my week go? Um, not so great, because I broke my hand last weekend, and... Uh, oh, shit. I basically haven't been able to work. <laughs> so you haven't been, been working at your at your bank? Well, I've been at work, but I couldn't work properly. It's a bit... So what have you been doing? Well, I, I was I was trying to I was trying to work at work, but uh, I didn't... I didn't it's not going so well, right? It's not. No, not really. Okay. My, my, uh, okay, so. Too happy. <laughs> I bet. 
Um, uh, if you don't know, if you haven't noticed, I've actually been away from Sega Nerds for the past maybe, what, three weeks now. Um, I went on a training um, trip or a, a training thing. I went back to, to Maryland um, for the Air Force, and I was there for a couple weeks, and then I actually was able to fly back home um, and spend about, you know, a few days with my family. And uh, so me and my brother, we got sloppy drunk for a few nights. And it, yeah, it's funny. We actually went out with my dad and uh, he has a, a deer lease where he goes uh, out in the country and where he goes and shoots animals and hunts Sasquatch. And uh, he, he, he took a bunch of um, his guns and it was pretty damn funny because uh, we were able to, uh, you know, shoot. What, what, kind, of, what kind of guns? Um, well, he had a couple rifles and he had, you know, the dirty, hairy gun, you know, that big ass like handgun. Have you seen oh, the movie Dirty yeah, Harry? Yeah, yeah. yeah, he had that gun. Yeah, and it was yeah. amazing. It was awesome. Wow. And so we started off with like a small like twenty two rifle. And if if you've never shot one before, it, it really feels like a like a BB gun. I mean, there's not a lot of um recoil on it. So we went to yeah. to that rifle. Okay, then we went to the the handgun and then he brought out this huge ass like a elephant gun or something. I mean it was this huge <laughs> rifle, it has scope on it and everything. And and I shot it. The first time I shot it, it literally almost knocked me on my ass. I have a huge bruise <laughs> on my shoulder from it still. And I shot it. It was like a week ago. It was terrible. So, okay. But, Man. yeah, it was Thank fun you. stuff. Enough of, enough about that, though. Let's talk about some of the, the yeah. Sega news that's been happening throughout the week. Um, if you didn't know, Sega has actually released uh, Virtua Fighter 5 and Sonic and the Secret Rings um, this past week. And Virtua Fighter 5 on the PS3 has really got a lot of um, great... Um, great score so far. Right now, it has yeah. an 88 um, Metacritic score, which is, uh, if you don't know Metacritic, basically it takes all a bunch of um, scores from each of the uh, gaming sites and um, you know averages them all together. So right now, it has an 88 score, which is really great. And actually, GameSpy, um, they gave it um, a 100, if you can believe that. And uh, <laughs> GameSpy, here's what they said. They said, um, for gamers who've mocked their PS3-owning friends, it's time to suck up to them and hang out at their crib for this one. One taste of this, and it's going to feel like a long, long wait for the summertime release on the Xbox 360. So uh, what do you think about that? Um, I, I can understand why uh, they would give it a high score, but 100 is... 100 is pretty high. any game could be 100. I, I agree. I don't think any game... I, I've, I don't think I've played every game... Uh, or any game that's ever that I can say that has no, uh, you know, any kind of um, problems with it. But I know that a lot of people do like the Virtual Fighter series. I'm personally, I'm not one of them. Um, what, what do you think? Do you like it? I like the first few. Yeah, I've never really got to play on number four or anything. Okay, I mean, I'm, I'm more I, of a. Soul. I enjoy them, but I wouldn't say they're amazing. Yeah, I'm more of a Soul Calibur kind of guy. But I know a lot of people do like it, and you know, I'm glad that. I, I, get, I guess if there's one franchise, though, that Sega's had that hasn't fallen down, like, quality-wise, um, I would have to say it's probably Virtua Fighter. I mean, if you look, yeah. if you look Virtua Fighter, th- that series has always gotten really good scores, and you, know, you can't say the well, same I, for, for Sonic. I, w- I would admit, though, that Virtua Fighter 3 on the Dreamcast was a bit of a, a miss. Oh, yeah? What was it, Virtua Fighter 3TB or something like that? Yeah, it, it really <clears> wasn't as good as the first two on the Saturn. It fell down quite badly there. I Did you know that there there's also Virtua Fighter on the on the Genesis on the Sega Genesis? Yeah, I, I own that. Okay, yeah, I, I never yeah. knew that until I started playing um, uh, the Sega Genesis collection on the PSP, and uh, it, it was terrible. I, but it was just kind of cool. I didn't know that they uh, they did that. 
So you know they had the Game Gear version as well. Oh no, they didn't. Are you <laughs> serious? Yeah, I've got it. It, it ha- is it awful? It, it, I, I really enjoy it. It's it's called Virtual Fight Animation. Well, obviously it's going to be two D because it's a Game Gear. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I I quite enjoyed it. Like the camera zooms out and stuff. Right? Really? A bit like Virtual Fighter. Uh, it's got a little storyline that you progress through. Oh, you unlock God. characters as you progress. I I enjoyed it, but uh, maybe not virtual enough for some people. <laughs> not virtual enough. There you go. <laughs> um, the other game that Sega released this week uh, was Sonic and the Secret Rings on the Nintendo Wii. And something that really pissed me off that Sega did was it was supposed to release on Wednesday of last week. But apparently none of the stores got it in on Wednesday. They were going to get it on Thursday. And the thing that sucked for me was I actually flew out Thursday morning. And it usually oh, wow. takes about a week later for the games to get over here to Guam. So that was kind of my last chance at picking up Sonic and the Secret Rings before next week. Um, and I literally went to so many different stores. Um, I can think of like four or five different oh, stores on, on Wednesday that I went to trying to find it. And none of them had it. So I was really pissed off. But the good thing, though, is that it seems like uh, it's a pretty damn good game. Um, right now, yeah. it actually has a 74 Metacritic score. And, uh, you know, it, it seems like, you know, Sega's getting it, you know, getting uh, the, the series back on the right track with this. What do you think? Yeah, I, th- I think so. But a couple of the reviews have been a bit confusing. They say, they say how good it is, and they say um, that it's the best 3D Sonic game yet. Yet yeah. they give it like a 6. And they, they they gave Sonic Heroes like a seven or an eight. Which oh really? Oh, I didn't, I didn't yeah, I think that. I think it was IGN. IGN gave it like a six. I did yeah, see that IGN gave it like a. a uh, yeah. Okay. Here. Okay. Here's what IGN said about it. Sonic and the Secret Rings offers moments of greatness where I find myself caught up in the intense intensity of the experience and uh, oppositely moments where I want to pull my hair out or throw the uh, Wii remote down because of imprecise control or insulting design choice. And you know what's funny about that though? I was actually talking to Nathan, one of the other writers on Sega Nerds about that. And he he pretty much said the same thing about that. He said, sometimes the game is really, really good, but um, the level design um, hinders. And this is what, what's strange, though, is that this is kind of um, what I've seen from some of the th- Sonic 3D games, is that the level design hinders the playability, that there's so much so many things um, in, in the level design that hinder you from actually, you know, going fast and, you know, having fun. Okay. So he said that, you know, that was one thing. And one of the things that was kind of worried me is the, the control of the Wii. One thing I, I hate, it seems like um, the, uh, just the, the input from the Wii remote isn't very good sometimes. And so you're, it'll, uh, you know, it, it'll stop controlling your, your character for a few mo- moments until you get it pointed right back directly at the screen. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know. I haven't played it yet. Yeah, it hasn't well, it came out here yet. You shouldn't really have that problem with you shouldn't have that problem with Sonic, though, because you're not actually pointing the remote at the screen, are you? You're, That's you're true. Yeah, you have it on the side. I don't know. We'll have to see. Yeah. But, um, you know, if I, I'm going to have to wait till next week to get my hands on it. So well, I've, we'll got, I've got to wait a little while as well, because obviously we get all the games a lot later over here. What, when is it going to come out over there? I think, I think it's March the 3rd. Oh, really? I have to double-check that. It, what, that's what they said a few weeks ago. I don't know if they delayed it or not. Hmm. Cause they, okay. Well, they, they didn't they delay, delay the American one as well. Okay. A few days. Hmm. Okay. Uh, well, the good thing though about it is, I mean, it's obviously the best next generation Sonic game yet. I mean, uh, yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog on the Xbox 360 and the PS3 was, you know, it, it pretty much got got raped on the, right now. I mean, just uh, you know, 
just for shits and giggles, it it right now has a 45 Metacritic score, and uh, you know it's pretty much universally one of the worst um, received Sega games or Sonic games that you know I I can remember. And yeah. actually, um, there was actually no no um, Kikizo.com. They interviewed uh, was it um, the Sonic team producer Yo- Yojiro Ogawa, and uh, in the interview they asked him what um, he thought about the quality. Um, of Sonic the Hedgehog, and he, this is what he said about, uh, about Sonic the Hedgehog and making it. He said, the reason why we probably ended up with what we see today involves a lot of reasons. One is that we, we did want to launch the title around Christmas, and we had the PS3 launch coming up. But we had to develop for Microsoft's Xbox 360 at the same time, and the team had an awful lot of pressure on them. It was very hard for the team to try and see how we were going to come out with both versions together with just one team. It was a big challenge. What do you think about that? Well, um... Obviously, it's not very good for like, Microsoft or Sega, really. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like Microsoft is trying to put... Oh, you just kind of you just kind of went out there for a second. Um, oh, I, I don't know. Um, a lot of... I, I never really got to play um, the game too much, but I did play the demo that came out, and I could... a lot. Pretty much the, the biggest complaints for Sonic the Hedgehog were the, the twitchy controls and the bad camera angle. Um, oh, God, yeah. And I, I didn't think... That they were that bad. I, I knew that the, the the controls were very sensitive, but I kind of got used to them after playing it for a little bit. And but the, I think what the really great thing about um, what's happened between Sonic the Hedgehog and Sonic and the Secret Rings is that it seems that um, when Sega made Sonic and the Secret Rings, it kind of they they kind of addressed some of the problems um, that were in Sonic the Hedgehog yeah. uh, w- with the the bad um, camera angle. And the uh, the bad controls, don't you think? And and the annoying extra characters. Oh, god, yeah, the extra characters are pretty bad. I'm glad that yeah, you I'm, only control Sonic. Yeah, but you, um, have you actually played the version of the 360? Game? I'm sorry, no, no, no. I, well, I, I just played the demo. I haven't got it yet, though. So. Oh, okay. Have I, you played? I, I managed to get. I, I did play it for a bit, and there's, I did the first level, and there's a bit when you become tails. Right. You know how in like Sonic Adventure, Tails is just like Sonic, he runs really fast. And exactly. I mean, pretty much every it's Sonic. He's Tails not, is... In this one, he's not. He's a lot slower. Well, that's. And it's actually really it's infuriating. <laughs> but he can still fly, though, right? Yeah, it's, it's just still. It's not that good, though. It's, but you, you know, wait. One one thing that I always wondered. Okay, Tails can fly, right? Yeah. So why on Sonic yeah. Adventure? Why did he fly a, a plane? And did you ever wonder that? Don't you remember that? How he used to fly that yeah, little, yeah. little propeller plane, and Sonic would stand on and stuff. But why wouldn't he just fly? And then, I mean, he could even carry Sonic though. And like, he could, the, he could, well, uh, when he's got the plane, he can shoot as well. That's actually the only thing I can think. Why wouldn't he just carry a gun? Yeah, I think you're thinking too much. Into <laughs> well, hey, you know what? Fuck <laughs> it. He, he had a plane in Sonic in Sonic Two on the Mega Drive as well. He what? Did he really? Yeah, oh, that's right, yeah, he uh, did, didn't he? It's yeah, because when you, you sort of fly along on top of the plane and then jump onto the egg ship or whatever it was. <sighs> that still doesn't make sense because when because he can pick you up and carry you and fly you around. I don't know. I, I, yeah. I think I've got. Maybe, maybe you can't fly that high because on all the flying levels he's like up in the clouds and stuff. So that's true. But that's, that's well, uh, okay. That's something for Sega to think about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll see. We'll see what Sega can do about that. No more fucking planes for for tell Sega. I'll say that right now. <laughs> <laughs> And okay, uh, just uh, I want to talk about the the ATEI show, or I want you to talk to us about that. That happened what oh, okay. a few weeks ago, right? 
Uh, I it's more like a month, over a month ago now. Was it really? Well, yeah. okay, wait, well, let me say this. It happened a month ago, but you just started actually writing articles about it a couple weeks ago. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bastard. It, yeah. So tell us, what, oh, wait, what's the ATEI show? Uh, it, it's um, not like it, how E3 and the Tokyo Game Show are all about computer games. Right. The ATEI show is like an entertainment industry show in general. So you've got um, like gambling machines and um, things like that, not like little... Like the claw grabbing games, we pick up like right, okay, the claws. So it's okay. like all, all the different sort of entertainment. But basically, pretty things. much anything that could go inside of a like an arcade, right? Yeah, or, or a casino or something. Like okay, that. okay, I see. And they had like they have like quiz machines and stuff like that. And uh, but um, Sega had a, a very big stand there, the biggest one they've ever had there. Cause the show's been going for a few years now. And that was Sega's but, biggest, uh, I guess, uh, showing. Yeah, it's, it's actually the biggest stand outside of Japan, apparently. Really? So wow. Like, yeah, it's big, apparently like, it's meant to be bigger than the uh, E3 one, but ah, it, hmm. it wasn't. I'm, I'm not sure if that's actually true. That's what I heard. But, uh, that's what they <laughs> say, you know. No, that's cool. Um, what were some of the games that Sega had there? They were all Ooh. arcade games, right? Yeah, they're all, all arcade. Yeah, they, they didn't have any console games on the show because um, cause it's meant to be everything they could get in an arcade or whatever. They wouldn't right. have any of the consoles up there. But they okay. had a they had shown to like Virtual Tennis Three, um, House of the Dead Four. Um, too spicy. Too spicy. Uh, ooh, and they had um, okay. what was it? Um, the uh, the love berry, right? Oh, love and berry. Yeah, love and berry. What did you think? Okay, tell us a little bit about love and berry. It's it's basically uh, a, a game geared for girls, right? That's what I'm saying, that. But uh, I loved it. You you, you <laughs> liked it? I, I really enjoyed it. Oh my god! What it's was it about? A quirky game. Uh, it's it's gonna sound so gay. Uh, <laughs> tell us. Okay, wait. No, you. Oh, first off, um, you liked the game. Now tell us about I enjoyed, it. I enjoyed the game. Okay, tell us tell us what you do in the game. In the game, you basically um, it's it's a card collecting kind of game. Okay, not gay start, yet, not gay yet. All right. <laughs> when you first start, you put in your money, and a card pops out of the bottom. Okay. And the card um, helps you progress in the game, and uh, you get. You, is it like a physical card? Like the a whole real idea card? of the game is you basically got to dress up. The, yeah, it's a card that actually pops out of the machine. Okay, okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah, you grab it and take it out. Okay. And so you can basically you can collect the cards. There's like over fifty different cards to collect or something. Hmm. Okay. A bit like Pokemon, you collect them. Okay, still not gay. Okay. Now keep going. Okay, you're getting into the meat of the game. So now, what do you do? Okay. The the, the basic idea of the game is that you either pick the, a girl, love or berry, and the the idea is you're meant to dress them up. Okay. Now we're getting into the dance. gay area. <laughs> you're okay. meant to send send them dancing. So basically. That, that, you like the game, and you have to pick a girl, dress her up, and take her out dancing. That's right. <laughs> and, well, okay, how can that be fun? I, uh, it's hard to explain, but it is. Like they've got these crazy little songs. You mean to tap? Basically, when you, the dance comes on, you've got to tap a button to the dance. And, uh, is it kind of like uh, Parappa the Rapper? How you have to like, um, you know, like it's like timing based. Like you have to like at, at one point of, yeah. you have to press a certain button. Did that show you go? One button you can press. It's for, it's for little girls, really, in this game. But, uh, but you, it you apparently it's not for little girls because you liked it. Oh, wait, maybe it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what were the, some of the other Sega games there? You, you, you okay, said, some of the other Sega games. Yeah. Uh, uh, some of the, the less um, homosexual ones. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, it had Virtual Tennis 3 up there. They right. had um, House of Dead 4. Uh-huh. Um, Too Spicy, which is one of their big new games that's coming out. What is that? Uh, honestly, I, um, I can't remember. Oh, it's, 
it's um it's a it's a light gun game. Okay. But it's completely different to like House of the Dead and stuff. Um basically in the game you see yourself in a third person view. Okay. And it's a one on one against another person. It can be against the computer or oh, okay. you can, so like, it's a, it's you can go against another human person. Alright. And um you just yeah, try to um, basically shoot each other. Yeah, it's um basically you you sort of stand on either side of a room and you've got like a balcony you run along. It depends on the level design, but like you've got like a balcony you run across and you hide mm-hmm. behind objects and stuff. And you can you can control your character movement left or right. You can dive behind uh, objects and the objects can explode or move and stuff like that. And oh, it's really? just a really it's a really intense, really fun game. So did you like it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's one of the, it's definitely one of the better games there. Okay. He said. Hmm. And and so yeah. what else? What else do you think they had there that was in, that was worth mentioning? Um. Well, they had they had two different types of House of the Dead Four out there. They had um, a basic sort of typical one you get in the arcades, which is like just the screen and the guns. Right. They also had a little theater one, in which you actually sit down and the um, they've got two screens mm-hmm. inside this little theater, and the seats rotate to the screen. Oh really? So when the act, so when like zombies would come at one side of you, the, the whole seat would like sort of twist to one side. Oh, that's pretty you cool. You have to take on the zombies that way. Okay. But unfortunately, I didn't actually get a go on that one. But like, oh, I saw no. people playing on it. it the it, queue is way too big for it. It's <laughs> it <was> insane. <laughs> uh, but did it show how much they, the games are actually going to cost? Because pretty much I've stopped playing arcade games because it's just ridiculous how much money they cost nowadays. I don't think I should pay a dollar um, to play a, an arcade game for like a, two or three minutes. But I mean, well, did they have that at all? Did it, did, it, did it show it like on the uh, the, the arcade uh, stand at all, or did they say it? How much? No, the games cost? they were because they were for events. They actually just had uh, they called free play machines. So you literally just pressed a button. They didn't have most of them didn't have coin slots. In oh, I see. So hmm. it's quite cool going to an arcade and like not playing anything. Right. Quite good. Okay, so um, oh, okay, no, I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was, was going to mention another. Okay. Game yeah. Okay. Tell there. me. Uh, yeah, it's the Outrun Two. Um, cabinet. Which yeah, is, um, I know you love Outrun. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Outrun, Outrun 2 is such a good game. I, okay. I think it should have done better than it has done. But uh, basically, they've got like a huge, it's like a huge cabinet with four different cars, like stick, like the backs of cars sticking out, and you can you can have up to you can actually have two people in each car, and uh-huh. um, the steering changes between each person, so it adds a bit more fun to the game if you've got someone else who wants to play with you. Oh really? So you can all race against each other and stuff. It's really, really fast, really intense. It's just, it's got, it's got different levels to the um, Outrun Two you go on the Xbox yeah. and stuff. How are the, the graphics? Oh, the graphics are really good. Um, well, do you still have that annoying been... girl that rides by? Um, you know the the she blonde. In, she was, yeah, she wasn't in the arcade version that no. I played, but I was actually playing with someone else. So. Oh okay. But um. But if you if you've played the Xbox or PlayStation Two version, yeah. you'll, you'll pretty much know what the graphics look like and stuff. And it's okay. pretty much sim- similar game, but um, it's it's new levels and stuff. It's it's so much fun in the arcade. I'm not sure how good it would be if it came onto the consoles, but uh, arcade wise, it's a top game. That's pretty awesome. Okay, yeah. so overall, how would you rate the Sega showing? Oh, the Sega showing was absolutely phenomenal. To be honest, it blew all competition out of the water. It was, really. That the all competition around it was pathetic. <laughs> when you went upstairs, when you went upstairs into like the sort of video game section, uh-huh. you saw just a huge crowd all around the Sega area. Everywhere uh-huh. else was like two or three people. It was <laughs> it was pretty abysmal for the other other like companies there. What okay? What other companies were there? Um, 
there were actually there weren't that many video game companies there, but they had um, Konami and um, Namco Bandai. They're the two main ones out there. Okay. And um, Taito. Yeah. I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah. yeah. Taito. They were also there. Taito only seemed to have one one game up. <laughs> Is that even worth coming to an event if you have one game? Yeah. I mean, why would you even make the trip? You're bringing more you know more people than you have games. I don't know about that. When was the last time Taito actually made the game? I know that. Um, yeah, I know it was like back, like I guess like on the old like uh, Commodore, like way back in the mid '80s or something. I don't know. Um, uh, what 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 games did they have though? Not just Taito, but all the rest of them. Um, Namco um, had up um, Mario Kart Grand Prix Two Arcade. Okay. You know that? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I always found yeah. that weird because it's um, developed by Namco, not Nintendo. So I thought that was strange. Yeah, I, I thought when I first saw it, I was like, "Whoa, what the hell is that doing there?" But uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I um, Did I you played play it that? a tiny little. I played it for a little bit. Um, okay, wasn't that great, to be honest? Really? Uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think Mario Kart goes that well into arcades. Personally, it's more of a sit in your living room with your friends, so you can actually sort of uh, riff on each other, like right. go around the corner, you can shoot them. But yeah. when you're in an arcade with like complete strangers, it's a bit. Do you feel kind of bad like shooting them? Like you don't want to do it if you have like the blue shell. Um, win, not, not, not really, but you just don't want to look them in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're going to get beat up by this big burly man afterwards playing Mario Kart. Yeah. <laughs> so they had Mario uh, Kart. What else? Uh, they had um, Time Crisis 4 up there. Which Those are I good didn't games. Get go on that. I didn't get go on that, but uh, I saw people playing it. It seemed okay. It seemed like every other Time Crisis. Oh, yeah. Um, Konami only had... Um, I only saw one Konami game up there, and that's Pro Evolution Soccer. Ah. And it just why, why, why would you even have that there? The, the only um, interesting feature they had about it was you could plug in a PlayStation 2 controller. Oh, really? That, yeah, that's, they had that's that little slot of PlayStation 2 controllers, but who's, got, who's going to the arcade with a PS2 controller? <laughs> and they, can actually, they can just have the game at home. I, as far as I can tell, it's the same as the one you get on the PlayStation 2. Oh, yeah, I, I don't know. Any, I can not see anything new about it. What's even more is like when you play it a few times, you might as well just go out and buy the game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's really Sega was the the strong force there. Well, that's good. Did you get to talk to any of the uh, any Sega people out there or anything like that? Unfortunately, I didn't really. They they had that with little offices there, and they kept like walking in and out of there. And they seemed pretty busy at the time. Doing. Well, I did get to I did I did get to chat to a few of the uh, the uh, booth babes. Oh yeah, uh, how was that? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they dig me. Yeah, I think so. You know, yeah, I saw some. It. Yeah, you, actually, if you look and um on the site, um, um, Graham's been posting all kinds of ATEI articles. Um, so if you go on there, um, in some of the in some of the earlier ones, it does show him with some of the booth babes and and the best booth babe of all, right? The very first one. Oh you yeah, posted. that's right. Who was that oh, one? Oh yes, Sonic the Hedgehog. That was pretty funny. Could you actually um like, could you have stolen him? It's like a, it's probably like maybe like what a maybe two or three foot tall like Sonic statue, right? Um, yeah, it's about three foot, maybe three and a half. I yeah, think. was it just like I randomly guess. just sat there and you just like kind of walked up to it and <laughs> took what, a photo with it? At, actually, you know, in front of the offices, they had these little tables and stuff where some of the like Sega representatives were actually like having little meetings with um, oh, okay. other people. And mm-hmm. uh, it was like right there, right next to them. So um, they might have like stared at me if I tried to pick it up. <laughs> like, don't look at me while I'm doing it. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I did actually have to sort of sneak on to like the area where it was because it was all cornered off, and I had to sneak on, quickly get photos, I mean, run off. Oh, I see. Well, that was a <laughs> pretty. It was a pretty funny photo though. 
Um, okay, so ATI show Sega kicked ass this year. Is that right? Sorry, say that again. No, I'm saying they they the Sega kicked ass this year. Is that right? Oh, at absolutely. The, at the yeah. show. Okay, good. You still cut out when you said that. So I couldn't hear oh, you. Oh, I'm but, sorry. No. Yeah, they were they were amazing. Like um, I've still got more games to actually post up about and, um, for the website. So okay, okay, good. So, so we'll see some more. more. So okay, b- make sure to uh, check back and uh, we'll see some more of the ATI show. Okay, moving on. Uh, we spent way too much time on that. Um, yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. It, it was interesting. <laughs> Uh, we actually interviewed um, Jeff Hassan, the um, an executive producer at Sniper Studios, about Crazy Taxi Fair Wars for the PSP. And uh, in the interview, um, Jeff actually spoke a little bit about how Sega has been working um, with how they've been working with uh, Sniper has been working with Sega and the original Crazy Taxi development team um, to to work on the new Crazy Taxi game. Now, Graham, what what, what do you think are some of the benefits um, of the new design team working with the original design team? Well, obviously, having the old team on the board is going to make the game definitely um, like the originals. Really. Yeah, because that's also I think one thing every he fan said wants to have. Like, yeah, that, that's actually one thing um, what Jeff did say. He said that he wanted um, to keep, the, 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 I guess, the essence of the original game while updating it um, on the PSP. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely think having the original design team on there um, will be able to give them, uh, I think we'll be able to keep this, the spirit, maybe, if you want to call it that, of um, Crazy Taxi while, while bringing yeah. it to, to the PSP. And uh, that's actually another thing um, I was talking to him about, was that uh, I think um, Crazy Taxi, and I, I thought this a long time ago, is I think just it's, it's a very arcadey game. You know, I mean, it, it's, it's, I don't think it's a game you're going to sit down and play for hours at a time by yourself. Um, so I thought that that game was always would have translated better um, to a handheld rather than a, a console game. Um, and it's just, just now with the PSP that we're actually going to be able, we can do that. Um, and do you agree with that, though? Do you think that Crazy Taxi and uh, some games similar to it translate better and are better on a handheld rather than on a console? Um, yeah, actually, yeah, I would. I, would, I totally agree with that because... Um... When, when I play my handhelds, I like to. I don't really like to play long sessions. Right. Them, so it's more of like you know, it's just sitting around. Either game, like yeah. yeah, you're either like sitting down like at, like you know on the subway or you know you know while you're on the toilet or something. You're just sitting down playing it for maybe ten or fifteen minutes, and that's pretty much as the amount I can play Crazy Taxi in one sitting. Yeah. You know, I don't think I can play that game for more than a half hour. But do, do you know? Has it got um multiplayer on this one? Yeah, it's supposed to have. Um, it does. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's gonna have some multiplayer things. Um. I don't okay. have it all in front of me right now, but um, we'll see, uh, you know, ex- exactly what they plan on doing with it. Um, another thing they said that they want to yeah, update. I, I think that's also another. Sorry, is that Carol? No, I'm sorry. No, no, you, I thought you cut out. No, go ahead. I was, I was going to say, I, I think that's another great benefit for the PSP version, the fact that the uh, problem with, like, playing on the Dreamcast and stuff is if you had a uh, multiplayer, you're yeah. going to have to have split screen, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Um, but with the PSP, when it's like download play, it's going to be a lot more oh, fun. Oh, that's true. You can take it around to your mate's house or whatever. Yeah, that's one thing I hate about playing multiplayer with a friend is having to do split screen. Oh, I mean, because yeah. if, if you don't have a big enough TV, I mean, it's terrible. I remember uh, playing uh, like Unreal Tournament because um, it supports four-player multiplayer um, Unreal Tournament, and I had like a uh, like a 32-inch TV, and so it, we had four people playing, you know, in four different squares on the TV, and the screen was like eight inches, you know, and it was terrible. Yeah. So, um, I, yeah, I agree with that. I think, you know, being able to 
to have a full screen and play with some friends in the same room will be pretty damn cool. So, and the the last thing he said though yeah, that especially uh, like these days you're like used to online playing stuff. Yeah. yeah so hopefully it's going to have um, an infrastructure mode on it too, so we'll be able to play online. That'd be kind of cool. yeah. Um, and then the last thing he said, um, he kind of dashed our hopes and dreams. Um, he said there's not going to be a Dreamcast VMU boot at the startup of the game. Uh, I was kind of hoping on that. But. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, who, what can you do? Um, all right. Um, looking ahead, the, Sega has a lot of good games coming out over the next year. And March seems like it's going to be a huge month for Sega, kind of like um, how February was with Virtua Fighter and Sonic and the Secret Rings. Um, in March... Sega has Shining Force Exa on the PS2. That's coming out March 20th. They have Virtua Fighter 3 on the PS3, Xbox, and PSP. Uh, that's coming out the March 20th also. And then the rest of the games in March are Armor Core 4, Afterburner Black Falcon, and Full Auto 2 Battle Lines. And then this summer, they're going to follow that up with Alien Syndrome and Crush. Um, now, that's, that's a pretty stout you know, lineup just for March, just for one month. What, what do you think of some of those games? you got Shining Force Exa. Virtua Tennis, Armor Core, and uh, Afterburner Full Auto, all in March. What do you think of that? Um, I'm not. I'm not sure about their tactic and set, releasing them all in March. That could be a bit. You think they should have spaced them out a little bit more? Yeah, just a little bit. Maybe have a couple in March, and then yeah. Because I, I think people that if they if they want to buy some Sega games, they're not gonna they're not gonna be able to buy them all. Really, right. The one thing though, okay. The one days. thing I can say about that though is at least they didn't release release them all just on one specific console. Because Shining Force Exa is PS2, um, which you know, and uh, now Virtua Tennis 3 and Armor Core 4, um, those are on PS3, Xbox, and the PSP. Virtua Tennis is, Armor Core is not, yeah. um, on the PSP. And then you got Afterburner and uh, Full Auto also on the PSP. Um, so I don't know. That, that, yeah, that is interesting. I didn't think about that, all releasing them all in the same month. Um, <laughs> I know we'll have to see about that. We'll have to see if, uh, we'll have to look at the, uh, um, you know, the, uh, the, uh, the fuck, the, um, the software uh, charts. We'll have to look at the, the software charts yeah. and see, um, you know, how those came out. So we'll see. But that could, that could bring you up a question. Um, they're releasing so many games in March early in the year. Does that mean they're going to have lots more games coming later in the year? That's true. Um, yeah. And cause they've got well, a lot more lined up. Yeah. I mean, they have, um, a couple of games lined up, um, I know the club is one of the games that should be coming out soon, and they, they, oops, um, they've been announcing all these other um, partnerships with all these other um, companies and stuff. Like, well, I mean, they got right now um, Crazy Taxi Fair Wars isn't um, up on their uh, um, their schedule right now. So you know, who knows what they got coming out? You know, and you know, we'll, we'll see. Maybe they got a, a couple of surprises in store for us too. Oh, well, they did actually announce that DS surprise was meant to come later in the year. Yeah, tell us about that. Did you read about that? Oh. Um, I saw a I little bit about, about it. I didn't... Yeah, I don't think anyone knows much about it. It's, yeah, it's, it's on the main site right now. Okay. Uh, and so that was actually when they when they announced that they were going to be supporting the, the PSP, right? And then a few days later, they, they announced that they're not going to be given as much support for it. Is that right? Yeah, they basically said we're, uh, they announced their love for the, the PSP, and then suddenly, um, a few days later, they basically said, Actually, we're going to be releasing more games for the DS now. Hmm. So. I don't know. What do you think about that? Well, I don't know. What, what, what do you think about that? Well, you know, I'm more of a DS fan than a PSP fan. And I'm quite opposite. So, so. Yeah. The, um. the, well, the thing I like about it is because I think, 
the the DS, you, I, I like honestly, and I'm going to say I like the ports of games. I like sequels on it. I like um, to play, you know, my Virtual Tennis and you know my Full Auto 2. I like to play those games on a handheld on the go. You can't do that with the DS. It's just not powerful enough. The DS is for original yeah, kind of quirky yeah, titles. What's that? No, yeah, what did you say? I was just going to say that the, the DS really isn't powerful enough for right. a lot of modern games. Yeah, it's and quite annoying. I know. I mean, they can play it, but I mean, the, graphically, it's going to look terrible. Um, yeah. But and I'm not. I'm not. You know, dogging the DS too much. I love the DS. I think it can do some really great things. I think some of the games are extremely fun. But me personally, my you know my taste, I I would much rather play um, you know games that uh, are kind of um, similar to their you know their console, I guess brothers, and so yeah, I'm, yeah, I think I get I get I get where you're coming at there. I think games like Crazy Taxi and um, Virtual Tennis would be really good for handhelds, but um, yeah. you also get like other games which the PSP has, which um, I don't think we're so so suited to it. That's true. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. I think Sega definitely has an interesting year coming up, but they have some really great games. Uh, I think honestly, I think this could be one of the biggest years uh, for Sega, you know, in a long time. Cause you know, they, after, you yeah. know, they got the Sonic, the Hedgehog debacle out of the way. Um, they've, they've been coming up with some good games. They got Virtual Fighter five, Sonic and the secret rings, which is both, um, you know, met with some pretty good, um, um, you know, reviews. And then they have um, Shining Force, Virtua Tennis. Now they're publishing Armor Core. And they're coming out with some of their, um, you know, they're coming out with Afterburner Alien Syndrome. And that's one of the things I've also always kind of um, talked about about Sega is it seemed like um, they would, they stopped focusing on some of their older, um, you know, IPs that they had like Afterburner or, you know, or Alien Syndrome. They, they just kind of went to the well too often on some of, you know, some of their games that they knew would make money like Sonic the Hedgehog or Shining Force. So we'll see. Hopefully this trend continues um, of them bringing out um, older um, franchises back from the dead. Um, we'll see. So Yeah. And also, um, after, okay, looking ahead, we got that done with. Uh, I want to announce that we're also having a contest for our first Sega Nerdcast. Um, our contest, we're going to be giving away uh, a copy of Sonic and the Secret Rings for the Nintendo Wii. Um, all you have to do is post uh, what you thought about this, uh, the Sega Nerdcast in, on the main site, on, in the, th- in the, uh, the post um, for, the, uh, for the Nerdcast, um, and uh, you can, you know, we'll randomly select one of the uh, commenters, and uh, we'll ship that out to you right away. Um, yeah. And Be honest. Yeah, you know, if we suck, yeah. tell us we sucked. Yeah, tell us what we can do to improve as well. Yeah, no, I know, this is our first one. We know, you know, hopefully, you know, it, it sucks so bad we can only go up from here. At least that's my thought. <laughs> uh, um, next week, I want to tell you a little bit about what we have next week. We're going to have our first um, interview next week on, this, on the, the Nerdcast. We're going to interview Captain S from PBC Productions. And uh, what, you, you like Captain S, don't you, G? Oh, I love it. I, I think it's great. Actually. Uh, what I like about Captain S, um, if you don't know, it's, it's a kind of like a parody of Captain N. You know that, don't you? Have, it, it was an old... Yeah, I know, yeah. Okay, it was a it was an old um, Saturday morning cartoon um, back in like the '80s, and uh, it was it focused on Captain N. It was for Captain Nintendo, and uh, it was this this kid who um, had a uh, he get he would get sucked into the video games, and he actually had to be in the video game playing the game and like shooting the characters and everything. Um, and it was it was pretty damn funny. He had a lot of the Sega characters, 
um, but what Captain S does, he kind of parodies that um, in in real life, um, and it's pretty funny. I really dig the kind of um, the the I think they recreated a Saturday morning uh, cartoon um, vibe in there, and I, I really like that. So we're yeah. gonna have him um, talking to us. It's uh, um, Brett from Captain S. Um, he's we're gonna have him on, and he's gonna talk to us a little bit about that. Um, also, um, we're for the first um, Nerdcast, it was just me and Graham. Um, but we're going to have, um, for each one after that, we're going to have a different um, staff member hosting the show with us. So it could either be Nathan, Warren, or Ryan. Uh, who knows? We'll see. I think Nathan uh, might be the guy with us next week. Um, we'll also announce the winner of the contest, and we're going to announce our new contest for the following week after that. So that's it, man. How do you okay. like it? The, our very first Sega Nerdcast, very first one. Hopefully it didn't suck too bad. So. All right, hopefully we'll have another good week um, of the uh, the Nerdcast, and uh, we'll see you. All right, see you later. See you later. Bye. Thank you.